Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. The hotels of Ireland have been saying at their annual conference this year, the Irish Hotels Federation, they have been saying that they're concerned about a drop in bookings. The chair of the Cork branch of the Federation is Joe Kennedy, the gaffer up at the fantastic Maldon up there, the old Norton Infirmary Hotel, as some people call it. Uh, Joe Kennedy, who I've spoken to before, um, he was concerned that uh, the bookings are, are well down and so too is the Hotel Federation in, in general um, Michael Magner uh, the gaffer owner down at Vienna Woods has been elected the new president of the uh, Hotels Federation having been formerly its vice president and chair of the Cork branch in, in years gone by. I talked to, to Michael in just a second, but you know, when I read that newspaper story about the Hotels Federation being concerned about bookings, um, I might tell you now, and I can prove this if, if, I, if I need to, although I won't name the hotel, but um, there's a hotel that we go to in Kerry a lot at New Year. We've gone there quite a few times at New Year. And when you go down for the New Year, it costs you an extra couple of quid, but it's kind of our Christmas and New Year present to ourselves, so we don't mind spending a bit of money on it. We save up for it and whatever. But we came this year. We were checking out on the second of January, and I went downstairs to to pay, and I put down provisionally a booking for next year because we were very happy with the room, and very happy with everything. So I came back up. We're packing our bags, and I got the ping in my email that my booking was confirmed for the same dates next year. The price had gone up by a third. A third. Now, two nights in Killarney a New Year would probably cost you the bones of 600 quid no matter where you go. But the hotel that we had booked was going up to 840 for next New Year. Needless to say, we won't be going back to that hotel, much as we love it, for New Year. It's on that note I'll bring in Michael Magner newly elected president of the Hotels Federation. Michael, congratulations on that. And you've been running a fine house down at Vienna Woods for long enough and you deserve the new position. But focus on that. If hotels are have bookings are going down, is it any wonder if they're pulling stunts like that? Good morning. 
Good morning, PJ, and good morning to your listeners. Um, look, you, you did the right thing, PJ. I mean, the fact of the matter is it's uh, you, you were offered a price for accommodation uh, sometime in the future. In this case, it was 12 months on, and you were quoted a price, and if it wasn't the price that you wanted to pay, you did not buy it, and, and that was the right thing to do. Um, well, it was the, the increase, the Michael, the ridiculous increase. Yeah, and, and you know what? I, I don't know the hotel and I don't want to know the hotel and I don't know the rationale behind the pricing or what pricing that they, they suggested to you. But what I can share with your listeners is that over the last 12 months, we've seen an absolutely astronomical increase in business operating costs. And I don't speak on behalf of my members in that comment because they've told me, but I know from my own business as well, we've seen unbelievable cost inputs. And that hasn't been helped by the decision by the government to increase the VAT rate, which was 9% to 13.5% at the, the 1st of September last year, where the industry and particularly food-led businesses were arguing that by increasing VAT by 50%, it was going to cause a, a an avalanche of challenges for businesses. And we've seen that actually profiled out since the start of the year and in fact it has been covered in your 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 own segments as well on 96 fm mm. and and when you are in a situation whereby you're trying to operate a business and in order to to get to a point whereby a business is sustainable charges have to be applied to your customer base and in some cases uh, there are they're higher than what sometimes people might be expected to pay and in other cases then they may be lower than what people are expected to pay but across the year from an average perspective Perspective, we've seen cost inputs, and, and uh, actually, you mentioned it at the start of the segment here that we've just come out of our annual conference, which was a very successful conference in Cavan uh, this year. But what was most worrying about it is that businesses are seeing uh, cost increases in operating their business far outstrip the pace of inflation. So what that means is that um, you know it, it's reported we're seeing eight percent increases in our business operating costs, where inflation is dropping back to somewhere between three and four percent. So that doesn't stack up. So you're in a right. situation then where you're going to have to remodel the way that you might okay. do your business or at certain times of the year, because remember, there's only one New Year's celebration and perhaps if people were to look outside those core dates, that there might be better value to be got out there. And look... And undoubtedly there is, Michael, but you see, there's an, I'll pick you up on that argument. People want to celebrate peak times at that peak time. And And if you can sell out the hotel, if you can sell out the hotel off peak for a third of the price or half the price, you can sell out the hotel at peak time for that price too. You, the, the price doesn't miraculously go up just because of the date on the calendar. It's put up because of the date on the calendar. Look, potentially, and every business has their own way of modeling how they charge their prices. But I suppose, you know, that's true to not just the hotel industry. That's true through to the airline industry. In fact, I listened to a radio segment yesterday whereby somebody was explaining that the cost of airline seats over the Easter period was expen- ex- ex- way more expensive than at either side of the Easter holidays. Um, also, uh, in an earlier conversation I had with somebody this morning, the Eurovision Song Contest, I was told, is taking place 
place in Malmo in a few weeks' time, and the the prices of of hotel accommodation and access even to to Sweden and to Malmo in particular is an awful lot higher. Well, we know the economics and of so, supply and demand. We do, we, we yeah, do know and, that. And this is it, and, and that's what comes down to it. it. It's down to supply and demand, and mm. you know, and 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 on, I mean, I'm not to def- I'm not on to defend that, but I'm on to say, well, this is the reality of of the situation. If you're down to your last number of rooms, or if you're down to where the supply far exceeds demand, I, I, you know, you're in a situation. And I think it's also important to say, and this has been well catalogued over the last 12 months, you know, the hotel industry has come in for, you know, major, I suppose, a spotlight in terms of pricing. And that's fine. We, you know, we, we have to defend our industry and that's important too. But I think it's important to point out that business costs have absolutely, inc- and, I, and I speak from my own experience, that's how I know. Um, and, and I'm qualified to give that comment then because I know from my own business, the cost inputs, they're absolutely eye-watering. My own electricity bill in my hotel in December just passed was €21,000 mm-hmm. PJ. And in order for me to have that €21,000, I would need it to have, for one month, I would need it to have turned 120000 really the deal by the time I have my VAT paid and then my, my costs associated with servicing that business to have that 20000 uh, to pay my energy bill. So what's left at the end of the day in terms of what you might classify as profit is very little. And unfortunately, when we see hotels busy or restaurants busy, we're, 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 we're walking by and say, oh God, these places are flying. Yes, they might have the, the heads in, in, in the restaurant seats or, or, or in the hotel beds. Mm. But what the business is actually making at the bottom line is very concerning because remember, you know, in, in Ireland, the hotel industry has a, an amazing product when you compare it to uh, Europe, for example. And Irish people have a, an incredible, uh, I suppose, relationship relationship with Spain, for example, and they go on holidays across to Spain, but Mm -hmm. a four-star hotel in Ireland versus a four-star hotel in Spain, I would argue, is is unbelievable in comparison to a four-star hotel in Spain. And when you bring that back, businesses need to be able to, to if they, they, they make their profits, save those profits to invest back into the businesses. And if businesses can't reinvest, then it puts the potential viability of the business at risk. And it's down to, and if you were to, and if you were to bring it back to a granular level, you know, I earn a, a weekly salary and I try to put away some of my salary in the form of savings. A business is no different. A business I understand tries that, to put Michael. away what's called profit right. and savings and we have to do that. I know? understand that, but you see what has, what has got the the point now is that, and I, 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 we have it here all the time. And I, I've, I've talked to restaurateurs and I've talked to publicans and I'm talking to hoteliers as well. And everyone says the same thing: the cost of doing business has gone way up. And I understand that, I do. But at the same time, the cost of it, of, of doing business has gone up across the globe. It's gone up in Spain. It's gone up in France. It's gone up in Germany. It's gone up in the UK. We seem to be unique here in the incredible cost of getting a hotel to stay in. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase.
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I don't, I, I don't accept that because it's down to, okay, so the perception is that the hotel is more expensive but the reality of it is that while they have gone up by particular same percentages maybe in those countries and I, and I don't know the facts I hear what you're saying the reality of it is that energy costs in Spain while they've gone up maybe by the same percentage they're still not as expensive as they are here in Ireland No and, and, I, and I'll give you the, that one we, we have I saw a very frightening table the other day and I must try and pull it out of my social media our electricity is now among the dearest not just in Europe but in the world and, and PJ why is that well, I don't know that. I think we've, I think we can all, we could all have an idea why. And the government would probably tell us that they can't interfere with it, which we all think is a load of nonsense. But at the same time, what is the Hotel Federation doing to turn to government and say, come here, lads, cost of energy. We're having to put this Listen. cost back on our customers. Absolutely. And, and the government, in fairness, you know, and I want to bring it back to the pandemic, you know, when there was a crisis, not just in the hotel sector, but when businesses were asked to shutter their doors, government stepped in and they supported businesses. And I know, you know, and, and I mean, and listen, that was incredibly appreciated. And I know some people will say, well, you know what, if your business is not viable, you shouldn't be in business. But that's not a valid argument because businesses actually, you know, the model, the model is potentially broken for some businesses out there. And until the model is redeveloped, government has a responsibility to ensure those businesses move forward. Because remember, like in the hotel sector alone, there's 65,000 people employed. In the hospitality and tourism industry in Ireland, there are 250,000 people employed. They are livelihoods. They are people that are working locally, spending their hard-earned money locally and keeping you know, other ancillary businesses going. So if there isn't a, a, a valid argument to support businesses at a time where there is real concern, well, then, you know, what's the point okay. of, of being or, go, or taking the leap of going into business? Okay. And to take you back to your question about government, in fairness, government have listened. Um, we, we're always willing in the Hotel Federation to sit around the table with government to work on uh, initiatives and strategies to try and support businesses. And, you know, we, we talk about Dublin as, as an example and, and maybe other major cities around the country. But when you go outside the big urban areas and into rural uh, 
uh, towns and villages around the country. Uh, there are so many businesses that are challenging it. We're, we're challenged. We're hearing it from our members because a lot of those businesses are food-led businesses and they're just having to absorb the cost. And I remember in my days at school, I was understood, thought about in economics about commodities. Food was never a commodity, but it's nearly coming to the stage now where food is, is a commodity okay. because of all the, you know, the economic geopolitical crises that are out there, prices are fluctuating up and down. And we saw the war broke out in Ukraine about the rise in flour. I mean, in my business, flour is used every day of the week uh, to make cakes and desserts and the volivant and whatever. And that price, the flour increased by 34%. Yeah. No, there's no question about that. Let me move on to something else, Mike. You mentioned Ukraine there, which, which brings me to another thing I wanted to bring up with you. And everybody... Well, many, most people would agree that th- those who came here fleeing the war in, U- in Ukraine, we needed to put them up and we needed to put them up comfortably and we needed to put them up quickly. And the same for others seeking international protection from other parts of the world. But you now have, and I take a place of, for which I have great affection, Killarney. Down in Killarney, some of the major hotels are all full now of people seeking, seeking our protection to the point where the, the, the the, the, the local businesses like publicans and restaurateurs are crying out for relief. Y'all doesn't have a functioning hotel right now. Shirkin Island has its only hotel. For, like, Is there a point, Michael, where the Hotels Federation has to turn around to the government and say, this is now damaging our industry, the number of people we're putting up in hotels? Look, I, I think, you know, that, that point you made is well made. I suppose, look, to, to pair it back, there's no doubt about it. Ireland has done its bit in terms of supporting people who are fleeing war and in absolutely just horrific situations. Um, as a short-term measure, hotels have been engaged to provide accommodation. And that was the right thing to do. But the reality of of it is that long term it's not the correct solution and government you know in 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 their engagement have said that you know they want to look at alternative types of accommodation and there is no doubt about it when you see locations like y'all as you mentioned uh, not having uh, enough accommodation maybe to support visitors into the area well then that presents a problem for our sector but until there is a a, a, a robust accommodation solution for it um you know hotels and accommodation like that are going to be used used uh, as a stopgap, but it's not the right or the ra- right solution uh, into the future. And the other thing I can say about it is that, you know, when hotels take Take the decision uh, to move towards the provision of accommodation uh, for people fleeing war and and a horrific humanitarian uh, crisis. Um, It's down to the biz operator and the owner of the business to do that. And the Hotel Federation can't, you know, say to a member, well, no, you can't do that or we don't agree with you. But that's down to the business operator. No, I'm not saying saying that, Michael. But but as as newly elected... As newly elected president, what would you have to say about the numbers of hotels that are now occupied? Would you be concerned about it? Oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you know, tourism is Ireland's largest indigenous industry. So the solution is, you know, work in in work in, in parallel with government and the agencies, whether it's the planning authorities, whether it's the land acquisition agencies, or whatever mechanisms are there to move forward and provide suitable accommodation that's not hotels for folks fleeing, fleeing war. And I read a report the other day, PJ, where, you know, this trend is likely to continue into the world and 
not because of war, but because of, in fact, something as, as catastrophic as climate change. And you have folks, you know, leaving their countries because the climate has just become uninhabitable. And potentially Ireland could see their population growth uh, increase because of that. So we need to think now of alternative solutions uh, that are just not, that are just not hotels to uh, provide uh, accommodation into the future. Okay. Okay. Michael, I wish you well in your term in, you, in office. You run, and I always say this, and I've said it to your face, and I'm saying it on the air, you run a fine, fine establishment, and always have done, at Vienna Woods. And, and I wish you well in, in your time as, as president. Thank you, PJ, and thank you so much for the support, and thank you to all the Cork people uh, and beyond that visit the hotel. Your business is sincerely appreciated. Cheers. Thank you. Michael Magner, Gaffer at Vienna Woods, but he is also now the new president of the Irish Hotels Federation. Cork's 96 FM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.